You see, when you drink for forty years, your whole body is just shaking like you don't have any bones or anything. And boy, when I stood up and were standing there, I was no longer shaking. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to the storyteller. Where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. The change that Christ brings into the heart of man is unmistakable. That's what happened to Native Alaskan Jim Richteroff when he put his trust in Jesus Christ. Join us as we listen to part two of his amazing story. He said, "We miss you in church," and I said, "Oh, something else came up." There's all lies. All I knew was lie. I knew how to lie, and uh, so I said, "Well, I'll come next week." And so he left. Well, I didn't go, and uh, so <laughs> I thank the Lord He didn't give up. Here he come back again the next week, and so I thought, "Well, this time I'll go just to." Get rid of him. Maybe he won't come and visit me anymore there in the bar. So I told him I will come. And so here comes Sunday uh, evening, and so the guys I was drinking with, I told them I'm not feeling very good. That was a lie. Didn't want to tell them I'm going to church, and uh, so. I tried my best to clean up, you know, and then went to church. And in that little church on Fort Avenue is still there, little log cabin church. And um, so this was in 1972 uh, of November. And so when the guy started preaching, was a native guy, and he was preaching on John 3.16, Galatians 2.20. Paul said in there, uh, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, and I like this part, for it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe in him. And... Boy, I mean, it was just like I'd known that, but I know now it was the Holy Spirit that was witnessing to me. And so I sat way in the back, and every time he was pointing his hand like that to the people, I thought he was pointing it at me. So I would get behind someone so he wouldn't see me. But when the invitation was given, uh you know, a lot of us natives don't like to be looked at or anything like this. And so when the invitation was given, I did not care who was uh, looking. And I, I was drunk when I went down. And I staggered down the aisle. And boy, I want to tell you, that was the most beautiful thing that I've ever experienced. When the guy was standing there, 
And he said, would you come down here for? And I said, I want to give my heart to the Lord. And so uh, we knelt down. And you know, everyone that's uh, an alcoholic do not like to be in the state they are, but they can't help themselves. I was one of them. And so uh, we knelt down and he started to pray. And so I'm thinking while he's praying, I'm looking at him. I was thinking, how can he know that I want to get rid of this alcohol. I want to get rid of the smoking. And I love the things in the world, which was women. And so I whispered a prayer. I said, God, can you help me in this? Deliver me of the liquor, the smoking habit, and the things of the world. I said, can you take those all away? And Boy, when he got done praying, then he asked me to pray. Well, I'm thinking only way I could do is repeat what he said of uh, giving my heart to the Lord. So I prayed that. You know, I got saved November 19th, 1972. When there's a beautiful thing like this of the Lord, that when he comes into your heart, even though... Uh, I did not have any education then of how you don't forget anything like this. Now, that was over 30-some years ago that I was saved, but never forgot of the love of God when He comes in your heart. It's something new that we don't understand, but He just gives it out over and over again that a lot of times uh, I couldn't hold the tears back, not because I'm feeling bad, but the love of God, how beautiful it is. John 3.16, for God, uh, the pastor said, say it this way, for God so loved Jim Richteroff, if that Jim Richteroff will believe in the name of the only begotten Son, Oh, I want to tell you, it is glorious just to know of what God has given each one of us. But getting back to the prayer, we all have to know this, that we are sinners before the Lord. We were born into this world sinners, and we need to accept Him as our personal Savior by asking Him to forgive us of all our sins. And when we stood up, you see, when you drink for 40 years, your whole body is just shaking like you don't have any bones or anything. And boy, when I stood up and were standing there, I was no longer shaking. And I'm looking at myself like this, uh, about my shoulders, and I'm looking this way. I'm thinking, what's happening? I, I'm not shaking. And I know of this, that there's power in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. What power he has there when he went to the cross for you and for me. I learned all this while I'm standing there. 
and I, I'm looking at myself as saying, boy, uh, I've never experienced anything like this. And uh, when we got done praying, I mean, the love where we, I grew up with hatred in our village, that's all we knew was hate, hate, hate. And as I stood up, the love that flood my soul right there at the altar and I'm thinking I gotta go and tell my people about how Jesus can forgive and of course I went back to Peter Bay and to tell the people uh, that God loves them and I don't hate them oh they said you're just the same as the way you used to be and I said no God has come into my heart and forgiven me of my sins. We have to all know that we are sinners. So, getting back to Buck, he got saved that same year too. And uh, so, I had to go to him and tell him that I love him. But I did not know where he was. So we had what is called a native new life. We were having it uh, at the school. And so I walked in there, and here I saw Buck with the people playing guitars, you know. And he said when he saw me, he knew that I was looking for him. And he said, oh, this is it. And I wanted to go down to where they were playing to tell him, that I'm saved now, but I didn't want to disrupt the people. So I waited till the service was over, and I went right down to him, and I put my hand out, and I said, I am saved, I'm a Christian, God has forgiven me of my sins. Did you know that when Jesus was on the cross and that thief that gave his heart to the Lord, how Jesus reaches out to each one of us. When Buck and I, our hands met together, I felt the precious nail-scarred hands of the Lord, and it was just like the service was starting all over again of the love that flooded our souls as we just hung on to one another there. What God of His love can do to people who hated one another. So beautiful that, I mean, it just like, it was yesterday <laughs> that it had things happen like this of how God can bring us together. For those who are listening, if you want to give your heart to the Lord, let me tell you uh, of this one thing that if you are an alcoholic or living in the sin world and you want to come to the Lord and you might not know how to pray. Remember this, just ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. Let me tell you, He will forgive you of your sins, but we have to mean it in our hearts. Isaiah one eighteen says, Come now and let us reason together, say the Lord, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. 
I want to tell you he can touch your heart in a way that you, I mean, you might not understand it, but when you ask him, he will forgive you of your sins. Knowing that you are a sinner, come to him now. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Because the Bible says that he's coming back and we need to be ready and have our sins forgiven. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, and he will forgive you of your sins wherever you may be. I want to tell you, when the love of God comes in into your heart, it is beautiful to know Him. Have you come to Jesus Christ? One day you will meet Him, and He will either be your Savior or your Judge. He's the Savior of all who call upon Him by faith, and the Judge of all who won't. Sadly, there are many who reject Jesus. It's hard to imagine. Who else do you know that would willingly lay down their life to pay for the sins of others? But that's what Jesus did at the cross. It was there that he paid the penalty we deserved. Three days later, God raised him from the dead because justice had been satisfied. Now, whoever will humble themselves and come to Jesus by faith is accepted by God. He tells us in the Bible in Romans 8, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you'd like a copy of Jim's story, ask for it when you write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. We're also online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.